Pretty great, pretty great, everyone. All right. How good is it to be here tonight? Pretty exciting. All right. So I have a title for my message. It is, Who Are You? Carmel, that's, a, that's an easy one. I'm, I'm Carmel Santisfano from Port Lincoln. Born in Mount Barker. That's easy, done. Done, that's who I am. Right? Right? No. Okay, okay, no. No, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, so, who, who am I? I am um, obviously Carmel, but that's not, but that's, not, that's not what I'm getting at. So, um, I am loved and I'm forgiven and I'm free and I'm blessed and I'm a conqueror and I'm made new. Guess what? Guess what? That's what you are. That's what you are too. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that, that's who you are. All right. So, um, believe it or not, we are who God says we are. He, he defines exactly who we are. And as soon as we can get hold of that and realise that we are who God tells us we are, like, it can change like everything. So he sa- he says that we're his church, and we're a new creation. So in two um, Corinthians five seven, he talks about how when we um, belong to Christ, we become a new creation. So God sees us as no longer like the person that we were. He sees us as a new creation, and he sees us. Um, so. We also belong to him. So like in 1 Corinthians 6.20, it talks about how God paid like the ultimate price for us. So we are like, we belong to him now. Um, John 1.12 says, talks about how we are children of God and how he accepts us. Um, sorry. Um, because Jesus paid a price and because Jesus paid the price for us and we belong to him, he's, he's called us to do so many, he's called us to do, he's called us to do incredible things in his name and, um, he's called us to be, he's called us to be love and to show the love that he's showed us to others. So, um, before he knew us, well, he knew us always. I mean, before we knew, we knew him, before we were even born, before our parents were born, before their parents were born, he he died on a cross for us, and he showed us incredible love. He sacrificed his own life um, for us. So it, he's called us to do the same thing. Like we we we're called to be the the love to other people. Um, so in one Peter four eight, it says, "Above all, keep." Um, loving one another earnestly since um, love covers a multitude of sins. So, like, when we, when we continuously love others, then, like, their sins are forgiven too. So, wait, I have no idea why I put that in. No. That's okay. That's okay. So, so yeah, you got, you got to love us. Well, that's, that's a part of who we are. So, because we are part of him, we love <laughs> Um, 
And right now, I just want to let you know that none of us are a mistake. Our God is so big. Like, who, who, believes, who believes that our God is huge? Like, in, incredibly, incredibly massive. Our God doesn't just make mistakes. And um, in, in Genesis 1 through 1, 131, um, it talks about when he made Adam and Eve and made humans. And when he made it, he looked and he said, very, very good. This is this is very good. He didn't look down and be like, oh, they're all right. I guess, I guess they're okay. He said, nah, this is very good. Yeah, nah, I like these. These guys are very good. And um, so when, we're not mistakes. We're not just, oh, I was, my ancestor was a butterfly and it, it morphed into a monkey and then, and then here I am. Whoop. Like, nah, nah. We're, we're very important and God, um, when he created us, he breathed into our nostrils the breath of life and so that, like, we, we're no mistake. And in, in Psalms um, the one, 139.94, it says, like, God knows everything that we're going to say before we even say it. Before we even think it, God, God knows what we're going to say. So, um we we no mistake in that in that like he knows everything that we're gonna say he's he's cared so much to like get to know each and every one of us so much that he knows what we're gonna say um in and in Genesis one thirty seven um it says how God created man in His image um yeah yeah um yeah yeah so. The whole thing about who who are we who are we, like getting back to the point now. Um, so when when Jesus died on the cross, he defined us because he took all that we were. He took our sin. He took our failures. He took everything that made us like us. He he took that and goes, no nah, no, nah, give that to me. I'll I'll take that. And he died and had it on the cross for everyone to see. And now we are like in him so we are we are him because he took away everything that was bad about us so um it's so good when we can find ourselves in Jesus and who we really are and I really encourage you to seek out like who you are in Christ and if you if you're feeling uncertain like like who am I like or anything like that you just need to seek God and he he's going to show you so and when you, when you know who you are and when you are defined by God and nothing else in this world, then when things of this world shake you, nothing is going to ever, like... So, like, when you're on a rock, when things come, it's not like sand and you know I'm just going to... It's not going to fly away. You're going to be um, solid. So, um, one time someone said to me at work, they're like... They go... They, come, they said something that made me feel like, oh, like, what? What? Like, what the heck? Like... It made me feel really bad about myself and then I was thinking about it and I'm like, wow, you know, maybe, maybe what, the, I'm like, maybe I need to change, you know, maybe I, maybe I should stop doing that because I didn't want, I didn't want people thinking that. Anyway, and then I, I went, to, I went to God and I was like, well, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, actually, I'm not defined about what they, what they think about me or what they say. I'm defined what Jesus says. And you know what? Jesus says I'm loved. Jesus says I'm forgiven. Jesus says I'm free. I'm a conqueror. So 
You know, when, when, so when things do happen like that and people are mean, you can just go, well, Jesus, oh, I'm loved. Oh, I'm forgiven. Oh, here we go. That's, so, that, so that's what happens. And, um, and when we go to him, he, he's always there forever and his love never changes. So every time you go there, it's not like, oh, yeah, no, I don't love you today. Sorry. Sorry. So just... He's, he's always there. He's always like, oh, my baby, come here. How you going? Yeah, yeah. How you, hey, have some love, you know. It's, it's never changing and it's there forever. Um, so, so whenever you do go through something, you can go to him and listen to what he says because, remember, you are, like, whenever this happens, you just need to say to yourself, I am who I am says I am, which pretty much means, have you ever heard like God as like he's I, the I am or whatever? So like you are who he says you are. And that is the only like, that is the whole defining thing about your life. So if ever you, you're struggling with anything, just need to remember that. You are who God says you are no matter what anyone else says. His, his opinion or his thoughts about you is the only ones that matters. Good work, Carmel. Oh, I feel like I picked such a hard thing to talk about. Um, it's just, just sort of realised that, you know, um, lately, not lately, probably a year ago or more, just when I'm at work, I sort of just zone off and just go to work and just work. But when I, and every now and then I'll be like, just pop in my head, what are you thinking about? Like, just work or? What does God want you? Like, I, I pray for myself while I'm at work. I'm like, oh, God, um, you know, help me, like, help me to help John, help me to do the best work I can. But, yeah, you know. So I want to speak to you guys that when you're at school or anything like that, you just don't have a mentality of autopilot. Don't just go to school neutral every day, day after day, same thing. Um. Yeah, Leanna, could you get a slide up for me, please? So it's just about being an autopilot. Um, just like I just said. So you go to school, you just do your schoolwork. You might talk to people. I don't know if when I was in school I didn't say much. I didn't speak to anyone about God. I didn't bring it up or anything. So I want, Or I even think when I'm in class, like, oh, God, help me with schoolwork. Because, you know, smallest prayers... That's where it starts, I reckon. Helps you to keep your mind off bad things. You know, like Carmel said, you know, keep your mind off what people say about you because it's not true. So are you, in, are, you in, are you in pilot mode while you're at school or work? Do you think about God and what he wants for you and his plan? Keep your mind off the distractions yeah, and do it. <laughs> so, it's hard to listen to God in those moments and put off the distractions. Don't know why that's in there. No, I do. It's for something different. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to put off the distractions and remember to speak to God in every situation, big or small. That's that one.
big or small. So you're at school, big or small, I'm at work, I make a mistake, think to God, God, remember me to remember this, not remember this, make this mistake next time. I do, I do this now, like, I, it's the thing I do, it's work. I remember once, I was at home, school holidays I reckon, and I just could not find the TV remote, and I was so frustrated, and I was, I was getting so mad, and I was like, God, where is this remote? Like, I wasn't really that much into church then, but I, I just remember thinking, like, God, help me find this remote, like, just <laughs> help me find this remote. Couldn't find it. <laughs> it <laughs> And I just left, didn't even watch TV, and I reckon I found it in a drawer or something later, something ridiculous. I could, I could have punched a cat. There we go. <laughs> um, so, I want you to have a, a motive, like a, an automotive for when you're just in your day-to-day things, just to put God into that automotive. So if you have a motive for everything you do, you will, you will succeed. But if you're just along for the ride, you're going to struggle and lose sight of what the goal is ahead. Proverbs 21.2 Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. So, you know, you could... Like I've been saying, you know, you could just go to school thinking it's, oh, it's right. But you could just be doing your own thing. It's not like it's wrong, but, you know, like what happened to me, I had like a realisation. I had a Josh moment. What was it? You know, the... No, nah, don't worry. Yeah, I had, the, I had the epiphany of, you know, I've got to think about God more often. I've got to pray more often. Um... Think about the things you do. Think about why I'm here, what am I doing them for? Can I make them better? Why are you here right now? Are you here for God? Are you here for the things he brings for you? Say if you're here right now in... (laughs) Say, for instance, you come a thousand times to here, right? To youth. But with the wrong motive, you're not going to learn. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to grow. But you can come here with God's motives and God's motivation and you can, you can learn. You can make friends for a lifetime. You can, you can be up here preaching not as nervously as I am. <laughs> oh, man. Have the right motives for everything you do. Don't think that God doesn't exist for every part of your life. That's every part. Pray about them and have motivation for them. Even Jesus had a motive. He had motivation. 